CBS Sports Radio presents Eye on Fantasy Football. White will now join Brady in the backfield of the quarterback's left hip. Tom from the gun, takes the snap, backpedals, shuffles left, throws it left. White with a catch into the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. Off back to pass from his end zone, straight down the middle of the field. He's got a man wide open. Robert Woods catches it at the 45. No one will catch him. Robert Woods with a 94-yard touchdown. And the Rams extend their lead on the Texans. Snap to Huntley, looking. Scrambles to his right. Throws the right side for Adams. Spinning yes, grab. Yes. Touchdown. Devontae Adams, a spinning grab along the right corner of the end zone. They're going to hand it to Tevin Coleman, and he shoves it in the end zone. What the Atlanta touchdown. Warriors pick it up, give Beathard time. He takes the deep shot for Goodwin down the middle. Goodwin's got it in the 30. Goodwin breaks away. Touchdown, 49ers. 83 yards. Here are your hosts, Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg. And we are coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Welcome to week 11, everybody. Big week for a lot of fantasy owners as we get closer and closer to the fantasy playoffs. This is Ion Fantasy Football. If you've got a fantasy question, we've got your answer. Give us a call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. That's the number. We're live until midnight Eastern, taking your calls, breaking down games. I'm Adam Azer. I'm here with our senior fantasy football writer, Jamie Eisenberg. Good evening, Jamie. I would have had a much better opening than that. Really? Oh, yeah. That was that was mediocre. Oh, I forgot to look at the Twitter poll. Did you actually post it? Oh, I crushed you. <laughs> okay, what was the wording of your always one-sided uh, Twitter? Very no, biased I, Twitter I, I, it was fair. It was... Uh, 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 wow. I got to vote. <laughs> you, you should vote. <laughs> you need the help. All right, it says, me and Adam Azer on CBS Sports Radio tonight. Who should host the show? Me or Adam? You are beating me 59 to 41. That's pretty insulting. I've always hosted. That is actually pretty insulting. All right, Jamie, take it away. What's what's our first segment? I don't know. I tried to call you to see what the host was going to tell me what to talk about. <laughs> you didn't call me back, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, we're off to a great start. I knew what I was doing. Are you ready to be a meteorologist today, Jamie? Uh, sure. All right, I mean, gonna... that's basically what my job is anyway, right? Right. We're going to have to talk a little bit about the weather. There's uh, there's cold weather. There's could be some rain. There's going to be some wind in a couple of locations. So keep an eye on that. Again, the number is 855-212-4227. And we'll get to some calls in just a second. Uh, let's talk about the injuries here. What can you tell us about Leonard Fournette? And if he's out, what could you tell us about Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon? Uh, he is questionable. I've yet to see if he made the trip to Cleveland. I'm going to believe that he did. Um, missed practice on Friday. That's never a good sign. So uh, a couple of the uh, reporters who cover the Jaguars I've spoken to, they, they said you know he's probably going to be a game-time decision. Um, if he's out, I would expect a split, as we've seen. But I like TJ Yeldon better than Chris Ivory. Uh, you've seen Yeldon take on more work each of the last three games. And in their last game against the Chargers, granted it was a game where it was, you know, back and forth. So Yeldon's a better pass catcher than Chris Ivory, but Ivory barely played. Uh, I believe Yeldon played almost 40% of the snaps. So my guess would be is that we'd see probably a little bit more of Yeldon than Ivory. And I think, especially in any PPR scoring, he would be the better of the two. Well, that's really interesting because the last two times Yeldon didn't, or Fournette didn't play, Ivory got... Nearly 20 carries in both games. Well, the first time was the Colts game where he was uh, hurt with the ankle injury. And, right. and that was the first game, I believe, that Yeldon played all season. Right. They didn't even have him active. And then they brought him. They right. made him active only because Bournette was out. So our uh, our colleague, Pete Prisco, who lives in Jacksonville, used to cover the Jaguars, very in touch with that, uh, that, that organization. He has been saying 
prior he had been saying prior to that game that they wanted to get Yeldon involved and the Fournette injury I think just opened the door for them to have that happen and so I think what we saw last week unfortunately could be a sign of things to come because they want to make sure Fournette is right for the playoffs as they're you know at least making a strong push to be there so I would anticipate that Yeldon is going to play as much as Chris Ivory if not more all right, we've got other injuries to update, John. Well, here's a good one. Eddie Lacy is going to play this week. He's 30% owned. Do you care at all about owning Eddie Lacy? We're not going to start him this week against the Falcons, but is he worth stashing? I mean, look, we're, we're, we've talked about this a lot about running backs that are going to get touches. And, you know, I'd put him in the same category as, like, and I know it's, it's easy to say because Jonathan Stewart was coming off a great game, but, like, Jonathan Stewart, Latavius Murray, you know, guys that have the chance to be, you know, around 15 carries, um, not going to do very much in the passing game. But this is a team that is craving for somebody to do anything to help their ground game. And, you know, maybe it's J.D. McKissick. Uh, but Lacey was a guy, you know, you talked about this a lot on our podcast, Adam, about how the game that Lacey got hurt, he was getting the work that Pete Carroll had promised him to get. So Thomas Rawls has struggled in that role, and C.J. Procise has uh, obviously been out for the, is now out for the season. Devontae Freeman is out this week in that Monday night game, so it's going to be the Tevin Coleman show. Where do you have Tevin Coleman ranked, Jamie? Uh, my top ten. Um, you know, and somebody asked me uh, a, a, a projection for Coleman, and I said probably about 88 total yards in the touchdown. You know, I think he'll grind his way to, uh, you know, 60, 70 rush yards. We haven't seen a ton from the Falcons in their uh, running backs in the passing game, which is something that was a staple for them the last couple of years. But I do think that with one guy there, you know, it, it's always what we've said with backfields that have two talented guys, the Falcons and the Titans are, you know, the two that come to mind, that I think when you see Tevin Coleman getting the work, uh, last year it was 7 of 11 games with double digits in touches. He got you double digits in fantasy points. This year it's 4 or 5 games. So that's a pretty good sample size of when he gets work. He's pretty successful, and you know he's going to get the work. See, like if you were hosting, you wouldn't be able to say any of this stuff. Sure I can. I mean, that's what I do when I host with Heath and Dave. <laughs> yeah, okay, then I probably wouldn't say anything. Uh, Danny Woodhead is set to play tomorrow. I've got a decision you can help me out here, buddy. Sure. Kenyon Drake, PPR, or Danny Woodhead? I think with PPR, I'd probably go with Woodhead. Um, standard, I'd probably go Drake. I just think that he's not going to have to play a lot of snaps and have to get a ton of touches to be successful. You know, So I would anticipate probably in the neighborhood of six catches for him, maybe two or three carries. And you know, we've seen him. Um, he doesn't necessarily need to be one of those guys. You know, We always talk about players coming back from injury and giving them a game to kind of see how they are, get their legs underneath him. I think just the fact that they put him on IR so early that he's had time to get himself back to shape, back into shape, and only a week of practice, but uh, that could be enough for him in his role. He's not going to be, you know, a 20-carry guy. That's just not his nature. But um, the, the touches could be, you know, not that far apart between Drake and, and Woodhead based on what we've seen. If you had TJ Yeldon and Leonard Fournette were out, would you start Yeldon or Woodhead in PPR? Probably still Woodhead, um, but it'd be close. All you know, right. If if uh, you know, again, we de- we get the benefit of doing our Sunday show, and it's 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 simulcast on CBS Sports Radio. So you'll hear, you know, of doing the show with Pete with Prisco. Um, you know, he he'll he'll give us a, probably as good an indication of what the Jaguars will do as anybody. So if he's if he's you know telling me, hey, they're gonna ride Yeldon, um, then I'll probably switch it and go Yeldon. Okay. So what's uh, what's going on with the weather? We had a meteorologist on our podcast on the Saturday Mailbag Show. Kevin Roth of Roto Grinders, and he said that the two games he's got circled are <clears throat> Cleveland hosting Jacksonville and the Giants hosting the Eagles. Or the no, not, thank goodness, not facing the Eagles. They'll just get shredded by the Chiefs instead. Um, 
both those games could have a lot of wind. And I just looked at the forecast for East Rutherford tomorrow, 20 to 25 mile per hour winds. So I actually have Harrison Butker in three leagues, and I'm nervous about starting him. I don't want to drop him because he's one of the best kickers. And I'd be nervous about starting Alex Smith at this point. And I think if you had any uh, any doubts about starting Eli Manning, maybe this is what pushes you away from it. What do you think about those two games? Are you concerned about the win? The, the Cleveland game, uh, yes, just because Blake Bortles is questionable as a starting fantasy quarterback to begin with. And so anything that kind of puts a, a negative on it, I think Jacksonville is perfectly content winning a game 10-3. And so if Fournette is out, you're only giving them one defensive touchdown in this game? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like They, they, <laughs> yeah, they don't yeah. necessarily feel like they have to go out and blow the doors off of somebody to, to win and, and be comfortable with it. So I, I just don't you know, necessarily uh, – I, I originally thought he was going to be a, a borderline number one quarterback, and I had a decision in one of my leagues where Cam Newton's on a bye, uh, picked up Blake Bortles, dropped him for Jay Cutler, and dropped Bortles in my rankings. I think Alex Smith, just how he plays, and yes, he's been more successful throwing the ball down the field this season – I don't necessarily think that this is such an impact on him because he could still get the 10 to 15 yard passes to, to Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill can break one. Uh, maybe he's not a top five guy like I have him ranked, but I still think he's worth starting. And Eli, like you said, uh, you know, you brought up a great point earlier in the week, um, and I just kind of expanded on it a little bit, is what Andy Reid's defenses have done coming off their bye week. We talk about how great the Chiefs are under Reid, well, how Reid is in general as a coach after his bye. And the four quarterbacks that the Chiefs have faced coming off their bye, or four, four games, uh, Peyton Manning was in two of them, but the average fantasy points against are nine and a half. <laughs> that's, that's a running back number. You know, that's yeah, a receiver number. That's crazy. So, um, he, he's, he's got a good track record there, so Eli's probably in trouble. Yeah, and I, am, I think I'm just going to stick with Harrison Butker, and I, am, I might actually pick up two kickers in one league because they're at deep benches, so just in case anyone's curious, I'm probably going to stick with him. But it could it could be you, you know the, if the wind's at his back it's not a bad th- situation. Yeah, I don't know, but if it's swirling wind, they may not be able to kick field goals. I mean, uh, put, sure. more than like you know forty yards or so. Uh, I also will will say this about Eli Sterling Shepard popped up on the injury report, and if for whatever reason he's out, it's totally hands off Eli. He's sick though. Yeah, uh, but if he so, doesn't, yeah, I mean, look, yes. he, he can wake up tomorrow. And You're not absolutely play. right. You're absolutely right. All right, the Giants have given up seven pass plays of forty or more yards in their last two games. That is a mind numbing number. So t- uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, it would be set up for a huge game. Let's go to the phones at 855-212-4227. I apologize a little longer than we usually make you wait to get on the air, but thank you for your patience. Caleb in Pennsylvania. Caleb, start us off with something good. What's up, Caleb? Hey, guys. Uh, my first question is uh, is Tyler Croft or Charles Clay in half PPR, but then I also got to know, it's probably a dumb decision, definitely dumb in retrospect, I benched in one league, half PPR, Richard Matthews for Jeremy Macklin. Guys, was that just the dumbest thing ever, or do I have some hope for production from Macklin this week? I mean, look, I, I had it ranked that way, so I can't tell you that it was dumb. I, I didn't expect Richard Matthews to uh, you know, have the one big play. Um, he, he, he made it, and, and you know, thankfully he did for anybody who started him. Uh, I expect Jeremy Macklin, you know, he's played very well his last two games, and he's, you know, when he's been healthy and Joe Flacco have been healthy, you know, he's been good more times than not this season. So it's a good matchup for him against Green Bay. I don't think that uh, the production will be that far apart if Macklin plays well. Jamie, let me let me make Caleb feel better. Green Bay has allowed nine or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues to at least one wide receiver every single week other than week one. 
Every week since week two, nine or more to at least one, and eight or more in, uh, fantasy points in standard to a second wide receiver in four of their last five games. So, Caleb, you you made a perfectly fine decision. Jamie, Croft or Clay, half PPR? you got to go with Croft. Uh, great matchup against Denver, and uh, Clay, who knows what's going to happen with the quarterback situation there with Peterman starting. 855-212-4227. Uh, let's go to David in New Orleans. David, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, Adam, actually, I have a comment for you and a question for both of you, actually. Uh, last week I called in, and uh, you and Dave, actually, you won up Dave last week. You know, I kind of got into a little bit of a heated discussion over my question. I'm sure you'll remember it. Um, I was asking, should I you know, drop Abdullah for Clay? And you said no, and he said yes, and it turned out uh, that you were right, and he was wrong. Well, you had and you it, had two other tight ends, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right, why exactly. I said you don't, you don't. We first of all, we didn't know Tyrod Taylor was going to get benched, right? So it's right, to exactly, Dave, exactly. Yeah, um, and and it, it turned out I actually won, believe it or not, with Tyrod giving me two points. Oh, I still won. Nice. But anyway, okay. Here's my here's my question. It's a great the trade uh, question. I'm in a one point uh, PPR. And, of course, I've, I've lost um, uh, Watson earlier, and I lost Taylor, and I'm down to just Mariota as my only quarterback. Uh, I have a trade on the table. <clears throat> See what y'all think about this. Uh, I have Michael Thomas and Marquise Lee. I'm trying to work a trade uh, to get Cousins and Baldwin. Can you grade the trade on that, please? Thanks. So give up Cousins to get Doug Baldwin? No, no, no. He's got – all right, yeah, say it again. I have Thomas and Lee. I'm trying to get Cousins and Baldwin. So you'd give up Michael Thomas and Marquise Lee for Cousins and Baldwin? Well, well, according to his lineup, that's probably the best deal I could work out. That would help both of us out. Okay. Uh, I got a pretty savvy league, and, and they'll know uh, if I'm trying to take advantage of them or not. No, I'm trying I to make it fair. I'm trying to make it fair. I think it's pretty legit, Jamie. What I think that's an even C. But, yeah, but, for sure. But... I mean, Marcus Mariota could have a very big finish. He might be okay for you. We love his schedule. Yeah, I mean, look, Cousins has a good schedule too. Um, you know, and he's certainly been the the more uh, the safer of the two. You know, quarterbacks. I I always just you know hate giving up you know players for 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 quarterbacks when you have somebody. But you're really giving up Marquise Lee for Kirk Cousins because because Baldwin Thomas is a pretty even swap, right? True. True. I, yeah, I I'm going to give it a C plus. Yeah, I, I guess that that that's true, and then it gives you some options at the quarterback right. spot. And look, and, and if both guys take off, and you have let's say two weeks before your trade deadline, maybe you trade one to somebody else. Right. All right. Thanks for the calls. Listen, I apologize, we only got to two in this segment. We will get to more in our next segment, and we're live until midnight. So sit a be- tight. A better host would have gotten <laughs> more calls. <laughs> a better at no. You're right. It's all on me. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Back after this, maybe Jamie will bring us back from the break. Keep it here for more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. And welcome back, everybody. This is Eye on Fantasy Football. Adam Azer here with Jamie Eisenberg. Live until midnight Eastern. If you have some questions, give us a call. 855-212-212. Four two two seven, Jamie. I'm going to ask you a really random question. I didn't prepare you for. Uh, I didn't prepare you for this at all. Okay. Yep. It's great hosting here. Who do you think of the three first round pick tight ends uh, from 2000 NFL draft 2017? Who's the best in dynasty now? It was clearly OJ Howard going into the year. Who would you rather have in dynasty? Oh, I mean Evan Ingram. That, that uh, 
that has that has been very clear over the course of the well, season. Well, I you know, but but what happens when Beckham gets back? Because he has he wasn't great before Beckham got hurt. I I still think you know I mean both both Howard and Ingram are part of crowded receiving cores, and I just think what Ingram is showing them you know they they have they're they're set up nicely with Ingram Beckham Sterling Shepard as their trio. Oh, they got Brandon Marshall for another year. <laughs> yeah, they're set up with their trio very nicely. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, fine. So of the top running backs. Who's the best in Dynasty of the rookie running backs? Kareem Hunt. You think so? Yeah, I mean, look, he's got Andy Reid. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's, he, a, that's a big boost. I'm not sure he's as talented as Fournette or even Dalvin Cook. Uh, he might not be, but he's he's probably in the best situation. Okay, those were the questions you weren't prefer- prepared for. These will be easier. Starter sit Derek Carr against New England in Mexico City. Start. I like the track record of Carr coming off bye weeks. I like the... Um, the matchup for him, and I do think that while New England's defense has played well, Carr will have uh, a, a good game chasing points. Jay Cutler against Tampa Bay. Low-end starting option. Uh, good streamer for this week. Um, Tampa Bay's defense has certainly been forgiving to a lot of quarterbacks. Last few weeks has not been the case, but I do think what Cutler has shown four straight games with multiple touchdowns, he'll be okay. How about Alex Collins? We'll go to a couple running backs. Alex Collins. You know, I, I'm going to go by what I think the game script will be, which is Baltimore winning and Collins getting the chance to, uh, you know, get 15 to 20 carries. I think this will be his first NFL, uh, first uh, 2017 touchdown, first touchdown with the Ravens. And I think he's a good number two running back. Doug Martin, start of the week. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, I, I think we've seen the Dolphins run defense the last three games. Um, has been very forgiving to running backs. Uh, Alex Collins, John Stewart, and Marshawn Lynch, not in that order. Uh, when Collins, Lynch, um, Stewart, uh, really all, all the Panthers, they all ran well against Miami, and I think you'll see the same thing from Martin this week. All right, a couple of wide receivers. Jamison Crowder at New Orleans. He's played well the last two games. You know, it's a, it's a three-game stretch because he missed a game with a shoulder injury, but he's, uh, he's established himself as the best Redskins wide receiver, which we said could be a possibility coming into the season. And I think you see with uh, Cousins, again, probably chasing points, he's going to avoid the two outside guys because he plays in the slot. So uh, borderline number two receiver, definitely a top three receiver in, in a three-receiver league. Marvin Jones, does he bounce back? A little bit nervous about him, you know. Uh, the the one thing would be is that you know you saw Kenny Galladay play, targets came down. You go back to the first five games of the season when Galladay was active, targets were down. So uh, I'd say he's more of a number three receiver than where we had him going into last week, which was a top you know ten guy. Mercedes Lewis or Jason Witten, who's a better tight end this week? Uh, I'll take Lewis with the uh, with the matchup. Um, you know, I I do think that if Dallas is going to try and help Dak Prescott out, it's going to be with Witten doing a lo- lot more blocking this week. Okay, the number's 855-212-4227. To the phones we go. Trey in New York. Trey, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. How you doing? I got to make space for Mr. Danny Woodhead, so I need to drop one. It's a full-point PPR. Uh, I got Chris Ivory, Austin Eckler, Theo Riddick, and Ross Smith. I got to drop one to make room for Woodhead. I think it comes down to Eckler and Rod Smith. Um, you know, I, I still think there's opportunities for both guys, but you know, Woodhead has, has got a much higher ceiling. I think I would probably drop Eckler, um, just because I, I still think this is Melvin Gordon's backfield. Whereas for the Cowboys, if Rod Smith shows them anything this week, maybe he does start to take on more work, and he led them in snaps last week. Corey in Chicago, Corey, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, man? Um, I got a tight end and defense question. Uh, would you? Start Vernon Davis or Brace, and then Detroit, Kansas City. Uh, I like the Lions' defense a lot. You know, both both are really set up to play well. But um, 
you know, I, I do think what we've seen from the Lions this season is uh, they do a great job at creating turnovers and, and scoring off of them, whereas the Chiefs, you know, we just haven't seen that from them. It could easily happen in bad weather against the Giants, and if Sterling Shepard's out, then you go with the Chiefs. Um, Davis, Vernon Davis over Cameron Braid. I'll just. I I will say Vernon Davis over Braid, but this is a situation where matchup could be much better for Braid. So Davis is probably the safer play, but I will say the higher ceiling is probably for Braid. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. By the way, if you need a DST, you don't love your DST. The Bengals are not a bad option this week, and if you have any two week cons- option, yeah, two that's week what option. I was going to say. If you have any concern about picking up a DST for next week, they have the Browns next week. So you get the Broncos this week and the Browns next week. And, and I, the I'll, I'll tell you something else while we're on that topic. If people are dropping the Seahawks, which I, I don't think is a bad idea for this week, but if you have an open roster spot, they get San Francisco next week in what could be Jimmy Garoppolo's first start in Seattle. So Ooh. while they're all banged up and they may not be the same defense, they still could be okay next week. So if you want to carry two defenses for one week, don't don't rule out picking up the Seahawks when they're dropped. Let's talk to Ernest in Texas. Ernest, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Good evening, Adam and uh, Mr. J-A-M-E-Y. <laughs> How are you? Good. We're doing great, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well, doing well. Hanging in there uh, in the top five of my league. So all right. Thank you for all the advice. So I uh, have a running back question. And by the way, Adam, since you didn't honor that uh, poll with Jamie, I think you deserve a bean boozle this week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it wasn't even my idea, the poll. Uh, well, you did say flip a coin. I did say flip a coin. All right, but you know what? I don't mind. I'll I'll do it. I don't care. It's, I'll probably All throw right. up, but that's that's on you. Interesting podcaster. Uh, what's okay, your, what so you got, Ernest? PPR. Yes, half point PPR. Running back question. I have Darkwa. I have uh, Rod Smith. I have Dion Lewis, and I also have James White. So the best two there. Half point PPR. Thanks, guys. Have a good evening. Thank you. Jamie, we got Darkwa, Rod Smith, Dion Lewis, James White. Half PPR. Pick two. I know they're not the best pass catchers, but I think, you know, these guys are just kind of all similar in, in what they'll do. So I'd probably go Darkwa and Deion Lewis. You know, Lewis hopefully will take advantage of this matchup against the Raiders. They've been forgiving against opposing running backs. And, and Darkwa, look, he hasn't done a ton in the passing game, but he's been the Giants' best running back. You figure if the weather's bad, they probably lean on him. 855-212-4227. Coming up in a little bit, I'm going to ask Jimmy about that Falcon-Seahawks matchup. Do you have any concerns about Matt Ryan or Julio Jones? It's a much different defense now, so we'll talk about that. And actually, you'd be surprised to know how good the Falcons have been against quarterbacks, so we'll talk about Russell Wilson. But let's go to Joe in South Carolina. Joe, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, what's up, guys? Joe. Hey, I got a standard league. I need one receiver and two flex spots. My receivers are Alshon, Robert Woods, and Devontae Parker. And uh, my running backs are Darkwa, Collins, Mixon, and Williams from Green Bay. Alshon is the easy one at the wide receiver spot for me. Just got to keep an eye on his health. He did pop up on the injury report with an ankle problem, but he says he's going to play. I haven't seen anything saying he's not going to, so uh, just check on that. And I think that Devontae Parker's got a shot to play well here. Um, Kenny Stills could be out with a back injury. He missed practice on Friday, so that could be a few more targets. I do think that what Clyde Christensen, the offense coordinator for the Dolphins, talked about this week is was a little bit of a motivational ploy. And from what we've seen, you know, I know Vernon Hargraves hasn't been good, but he's out. And Brent Grimes, in his career, he's struggled with bigger receivers. And so Parker could have an opportunity here if he's matched up with Grimes to play well. So I don't mind him as your flex, given the fact that there's no slam dunk option. We need one more flex, though. We got 
Uh, oh, it's one Darkwa, wide receiver, two flexes? Yeah, one receiver, two flexes. Oh, it's, Robert uh, go Joe Mixon. Mixon over Darkwa and Collins? Yeah, I I, I think so. Just uh, uh, given the fact of, uh, it's at half point PPR, right? I think it's, st- no, standard. Oh, um, then maybe Darkwa. They're, yeah. they're kind of similar. All right, 855-212-4227. That's the number. Jamie, do you have an opinion on uh, Rosen versus Darnold? Rosen looked good today. Yeah, they're uh, still going. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't I haven't really been watching. I haven't been paying close enough attention. You know what? Yeah. Rosen just got sacked. Let's go, Darnold. <laughs> All right. Let's good do that. good, good uh, strategy. Now more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg back here on Eye on Fantasy Football reminding you that when it's time to replace your battery, trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to help you choose the superstar battery that's an exact fit for your vehicle. That's O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. In this segment, we are going to break down... Monday Night Football, Seattle hosting Atlanta with a couple of injuries in the secondary. And we will get your phone calls, 855-212-4227. A lot of calls in this segment. We are live until midnight Eastern here on CBS Sports Radio. So, again, give us a call, 855-212-4CBS. All right, Jamie, we got Matt Ryan who comes in very disappointing this year. No more than 22 fantasy points in a game. 22 fantasy points and six points for passing touchdown leagues. That's usually around 10th every week, and that's the best he's done. Uh, And that 22 is an important number. The Falcons have not given up more than 22 to a a quarterback all season long, and that was actually Josh McCown. Aaron Rodgers had 21. Tom Brady had 21. So kind of weird. But you look at Seattle. We know how tough they are. Last year, two quarterbacks went in to Seattle and scored 27 fantasy points, two best games. They were Matt Ryan and Tyrod Taylor. Both of those games, Cam Chancellor was out. He's out. Richard Sherman is out. Is this a tough matchup for Matt Ryan? And is this a tough matchup for Russell Wilson? And which quarterback do you like better? I like Russell Wilson better just because I think, you know, his the way he's playing right now, he's, he's you know, in, in the running, if not maybe the leader for MVP of the NFL. Um, uh, so, Carson Wentz. You no, know, Carson Wentz is right there with him. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that at all. But, you know, what, what Wilson has around Tom Brady him. also. Yeah, I forgot about Yeah, him. yeah, there, there's a lot of great quarterbacks. Uh, but um, I'll, I'll take Wilson. Amir Abdullah. Uh, no, okay. Um, he's not a quarterback. Uh, Wilson, I think, is just playing so well at home that he will kind of find a way. You know, I, I don't think there's anything statistically that can say he is going to, uh, you know, be a, the matchup buster for the Falcons. But his rushing that we've seen from him, you know, uh, his receiving core is making plays. You know, whether it's been Richardson here, Lockett there, certainly Doug Baldwin and, and Jimmy Graham when they've been on. So I, I still just trust him. Uh, to play well in in tough spots, and I think the same for Ryan this week is is the matchup's not going to be as as daunting. You know, I mean he he has an opportunity here, and he's been like you know a play here, a play there from uh, getting above twenty points. You know, in in the last four weeks, um, and certainly the game where he did get the twenty two points, he should have had a thirty plus point game if Julio Jones comes down with that big touchdown that he dropped. So I think you're starting to see him turn the corner a little bit. So would you go with Matt Ryan or Kirk Cousins? I go Ryan. Derek Carr. Uh, Carr. I Matt, mean, look, you, have, you have to build into some risk with Ryan just because, yeah. again, we haven't seen the, yeah. the consistency from him. Matt Ryan or Phillip Rivers? I'd go Ryan there. Okay. That's another guy that hasn't had a lot of 20-plus point, point games. No. Of late. All right, 855-212-4227. Your call's in just one second. But, Jamie, I understand you uh, got, got a little heated today. Not heated. Excited. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you got fired up. Fired up, yeah. Uh, so my, my son, who's five, 
uh, played in his uh, T-ball championship game today, and we were playing. We were the number two seed. We were playing the one seed. I had to uh, take over head coaching duties because our head coach was getting married today. And so uh, uh, my son uh, is a leadoff hitter. He plays uh, all over the place, uh, second base today. And he um, came up with uh, – you score five runs in an inning or three outs, and he came up and uh, closed out two innings to uh, – Get the RBI and, and both hits, nice line drives. Uh, he's a lefty. All so right. Oh, two, a lefty. Two, two line drives. And so I was, uh, uh, for those of you that, that see when I write boom on, on Twitter, that's usually like when our start of the week comes through. And it was like <laughs> me doing that on steroids. My <laughs> wife was like, yeah, calm down. They're five-year-olds. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, you were that guy. Uh, no, it wasn't like anything to, you know, but it was excited for my kid, you know, and, and, and excited for the kids that, that we played. We played the number one seed. They were undefeated coming in. And uh, and and we we had a great defense and 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 a great offense and and the kids played great. The number? How could a team be that much better? They're five. They're playing t-ball. Well, they they probably had one more win than us. I don't remember what the standings were. We number were the two one seed. seed. They, they were the one You're seed. Talking they, trash. Uh, the coach actually we we had we got rained out the championship game on Thursday, and the coach said to our head coach uh, something to the effect of, "Yeah, I hope we get this in. We'd like to finish it off." Oh. And, and I think it was just like you know finish off the season. I don't think he was being disrespectful, but. You could construe it that way, <laughs> and we <Wow>. did <laughs> for, you know, for, for our, you. our own sake. <laughs> and you went Luke Walton in there, and you took over the the, the great team, and you just you filled in, you filled the shoes. And I'm so sad that he had a, he got the rain out on Thursday. The guy had to miss the game for his wedding. He, he did. What so we, we we FaceTime with him to celebrate the <laughs> uh, the trophy, but it was uh it was exciting. All right, congratulations. Thank here you. we go to the phones. We'll we'll do some quicker questions and answers here. Try to get as many as we can in the next 10 minutes or so. And we're live until midnight, so we'll take your calls in hour number two. 855-212-4227. Going to ask you uh, just one question per customer. Thank you. George in Dallas, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Oh, well, I had my whole introduction uh, planned out, but congratulations to Jamie and his Thank son. Thank you. All right, uh, no, no, come on. Let's hear uh, the introduction. Let's hear the introduction. Sounds like it was uh, good. All right, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm asking this question on behalf of my wife. The uh, can't stop the feelings. Um, nice. I need. Uh, she needs uh, two running backs out of five: Fournette, Ivory, Dion Lewis, Joe Mixon, or uh, Danny Woodhead. It's half PPR. Well, Adam, is somebody no, who, don't uh, even go comment. there, Jamie. Adam is somebody who sets their fantasy lineups for their wife. I think you should answer this one. Exactly, <laughs> and I just, exactly. For everybody's Thank wife. You. Thank you. Uh, this is her league and her team, but uh, I would appreciate Adam's advice, but most especially Jamie's advice because he's a champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if Fournette plays, I'm going Fournette, and Jamie, I'll, I'll give you the rest. Uh, if Fournette plays, I'd go Fournette. If Fournette is out, I would probably go with Lewis and Mixon. All right. So, but if Fournette and who? Lewis. Uh, I'm sorry, yes. Fournette yeah. and Lewis, yes. Okay, thank you, George. And yes, good luck George, to you. George good luck and your wife, wife, just like Adam and his wife, <laughs> uh, those uh, those husband and wife fantasy teams, those are uh, always great. Except she's uh, four and six, so, uh, yeah, she I, is. I've seen some of your me. teams this year, too. Yeah, that's actually a good point. She's doing better than me. Alan in Philly. Alan, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, gentlemen. Jamie, you've ruined the entire show because nobody – and now top the events of T-Ball. <laughs> T-Ball champion, Jamie Eisenberg. Uh, quick question. Uh, PPR, uh, let's assume Fournette is out, Jamie. Uh, is Yeldon, if he's the guy, worth picking up and playing over either uh, McKinnon or Jamal Williams of Green Bay? Thanks a lot. McKinnon, no, but Williams, yes. Uh, I, I just don't know what Williams is going to do based on what we've seen from him. You know, it just hasn't been pretty. 
I, I do still think that the Ravens' run defense is good when Brandon Williams is on the field and he's going to play. So I, I also buy into game flow. You know, he had 20 carries last week in a game where they were winning. I, I don't – it wouldn't be surprised if they're beating Baltimore, but I just think that Baltimore is a little bit better team even going to Green Bay than Chicago last week. So um, I, I, I would trust T.J. Eldon over Williams but not over McKinnon. Denick in Texas. Denick, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys. Uh, I just got a quick question. If you guys could grade my trade here. I just uh, I needed a better number two running back, and I just traded uh, Evan Ingram for uh, Jay Ajayi. And I picked up uh, Vernon Davis off the waiver wire this week, and I also have Jack Doyle on the bench right now. Hmm, interesting. I mean, so essentially, you you got Vernon Davis and Jay Ajayi for Evan Ingram. That's a win. Is it though? Of course. I mean, it is. It is while Vernon Davis is while Jordan Reed is He's out. He's got which, Jack Doyle too. That's yeah, an no, A. Yeah, it's good. It's especially if it was PPR. It's not an A. It's a That's B. An a. We we don't know. I know you're optimistic about Jay Ajayi, and I am too. But it's it's still hope right now. There's no proof. Okay. Let, let, let's let's just back up for a second. Evan Ingram's better than Vernon Davis. Yeah, and Jack Doyle. And and Jack Doyle. Significantly enough to add a running back who could be a top 15 no, guy? No, I, I still like the trade. I'm just going B. Because Ingram is, I mean, Ingram is a top, he might be the number four tight end. He's probably number, he's probably number five. Behind and and if Reed's out, Davis could be six. <laughs> could be. And Doyle could be seven. <laughs> In PBR, yeah. All right, 855-212-4227. It's a B-plus. We'll compromise. Jackson in Canada. Jackson, welcome to the show. Hey. What's up? How's it going? I find it amazing that not only does Adam run his wife's team, but you guys encourage it on air. <laughs> I don't run her team. <laughs> well, you have to understand something, that there's there's a third part person in this uh, in this league, or, or a third person in this conversation that used to be part of our, our show and our, our site in Nando DeFino. And his wife is also in the league, and she takes great enjoyment in finding out that Adam does all these maneuvers for all his wife. All these maneuvers, yeah. So right. it, there, there, there's hijinks involved. If they're over 500? Yes. If they were winning, I would take credit for it, of course. I can't you? blame you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I need help this week. I'm playing my dad. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, I've had to start Evans every week so far. And last year I got to sit him, and it felt kind of good. <laughs> um, I have both both uh, Minnesota wide receivers, and we're past the trade deadline. So I have Evans, um, Thielen, Diggs, and Michael Thomas. Who out of those would you start this week? How many do you need? Yeah, how many? Uh, I need three. Which one am I sitting? Sorry. Well, um, in the uh, in the area of bad fantasy advice to start the week, I had Mike Evans ranked first ahead of Antonio Brown, so that's not going to go well for me. Um, if you were my wife, I would tell you to <laughs> sit Diggs. I would sit Diggs too. Listen, Adam hates the Minnesota wide receiver duo. Uh, it's um, true. It, yeah. It's it's uh, for a guy who talked up the friendship strategy all offseason. He hates the two oh, wide that receivers. That would have been the best one. <laughs> the best one. The best I one. didn't want to do it last week, but I had to, and it worked out great. Yeah, look, they're 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 great. I I, I certainly understand why you'd want to play them, but um, this is this is really a good Rams defense and a good Rams secondary on the outside. Thielen is going to have a better day, I would believe, than Diggs. Diggs is just looking like a very good wide receiver. You know, he's he's having a third year breakout. All right, Jamie, we got to go faster here. Let's get to as many as we can in the next few minutes. Just questions and answers, 855-212-4227. Ludicrous speed. Scotty in Houston, go. 
Hey guys, what's going on? Um, PPR, James White or Danny Woodhead? Woodhead. Also, Woodhead. Really, Jamie? Woodhead, okay. Yeah, James White's falling behind Rex Burkhead as the pass catcher. All right, Woodhead, it is Justin in Chicago. Go. Uh, I need two out of the six, please, in standard. Uh, Amari Cooper, Doug Martin, Keenan Allen, Des Bryant, Stephon Diggs, or Bur- Burkhead. Uh, Doug Martin, for me, I think he's going to have a big day. And then I would actually take Keenan Allen over Cooper. I think Keenan Allen's also set up for a big day. The number one receiver against Buffalo the last few weeks has been fantastic. 855-212-4CBS. Tom in Pittsburgh, go. Hey there. I've got uh, Woodhead, Lynch, Lewis in one league, and then in two other ones, Burkhead, Woodhead. And do I pick up Gresham and drop Clay? I got Olsen coming back next week. Thanks, fellas. I'll hang up and listen. Uh, yes, you can pick up Gresham and drop Clay. Um, the running backs, I'm, I'm going to have to have your help on that one. Uh, yeah, Burkhead, Woodhead, and Lynch. That was the one I ranked them. Um, in standard, it would be Lynch, Burkhead, Woodhead. In PPR, it would be Burkhead, Woodhead, Lynch. I can't, the Burkhead, Woodhead combo is getting very confusing for me, people. Dennis in Pittsburgh. Dennis, go. Yes, in a PPR league, I need one of these three running backs. Uh, Darkwa, Drake, or McKinnon? Uh, go with Darkwa. No, Drake, Drake. Wait, Drake. wait, wait. McKinnon, no? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> for some reason, I thought Mixon. <laughs> we'll name all three of them. I had, I had Mixon in my head for some reason. All right, go we'll McKinnon, go with yes. Jarek McKinnon there, yes. Dennis. Sorry. Thank you very much. All right, Jamie, so give me, like, one guy to tease our next segment, that, like maybe Des Bryant, that you don't really like this week that we can uh, explain. All the Cowboys. All the Cowboys. Perfect. All right, so they got that big uh, Sunday night showdown against the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe. Uh, not exactly an elimination game, but a huge game for the Dallas Cowboys. So we talked about the Seahawks and the Falcons in this segment. Next segment, we'll come back. We'll give you some news, and we'll talk about the Dallas Cowboys and why Jamie is very hesitant to start anybody, including Dak Prescott, who he would start over Dak Prescott. We'll take more of your phone calls. 855 855- 212-4227. You think Jamie Eisenberg, the host, could fill 45 seconds like this? I don't think so. <laughs> Coming back for hour number two of Ion Fantasy Football after this. Listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. And this is our number two, live until midnight Eastern. We're talking fantasy football here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. And Jamie, pumped for uh pump for the second hour? Oh yeah. All right, excellent. We've got Stu Kovacs and Andrew Kaplan doing a great job producing tonight as well. And we've got all of you out there listening and calling us up. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212. Four two two seven. You know, Jamie, one of the underrated, undercovered, under-talked about storylines of Week 11, got some stud-wide receivers with tough, tough matchups. We got DeAndre Hopkins against Patrick Peterson. We got A.J. Green at Denver. Des Bryant against Philadelphia. Is it a tough matchup? Well, maybe, but just the fact that Philly's defense is so good and 
and Tyron Smith unlikely to play. It's a tough matchup. And Michael Thomas against Washington, maybe that's a tough matchup. Which one concerns you the most? Well, Dez, I mean, just because he hasn't played very well this season. And I do think that what we saw last week without Tyron Smith is there in there is is very discouraging. You know, that, that was bad offense for the Cowboys. And, you know, people will say Ezekiel Elliott is the reason why. Uh, I mean, they, they couldn't stop Adrian Claiborne, you know. So um, with the Eagles defense and coming off their bye week, you know, I, I think the only saving grace potentially for the Cowboys is playing at home. Because if this was in Philly, I would expect a, a total annihilation. So how about Hopkins, Green, and Thomas? Are they starts? I think the thing with Green is, um, you know, he's had moderate success against the um, Broncos in, in the last couple of seasons. He just hasn't had big games. But we've seen some big games against this Broncos secondary because the pass rush hasn't been the same. So guys have had time to throw. And so Green, I think, will be fine as at least – a top 15 wide receiver. You know, you just have to downgrade him a little bit. Hopkins is such a good player that, and Patrick Peterson has slipped a little bit this year. You know, just if you go by pro football focuses rankings, I believe he's like 21. What? He's just, I mean, look. Really? It, it, it's, it's you know, um, I, and I could be quoting that wrong, so I, I apologize. But um, I just don't know if he's played to the same level of what he's used to. And, again, pass rush is, is part of the problem there, too. Um but Hopkins, I think, again, is you know you have him as a top five guy. You know, even with the quarterback situation being what it is, he's more of a top twelve ish guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, most of the time, the, the number one wide receivers that face the Cardinals, the, you know, T. Y. Hilton, Des Bryant, Mike Evans, they they usually don't get that many targets. But Hopkins, he always gets targets. You know, I mean, no matter who the quarterback is, they pepper him with targets. And and you like Michael Thomas this week. And, and I mean, I like Thomas enough that he's still you know a, a number two receiver. Um, he's gotten five straight games now without a touchdown, so he's better in PPR than he is in standard leagues. But it's hard to bench him really any weeks, but especially when they're at home. I think the uh, the the thing you you look at with Savage. Um, no Will Fuller. So while Bruce Ellington could be a sleeper this week because the receivers opposite Patrick Peterson have done well, it's still Bruce Ellington. Tom Savage, I think, is just of the mindset. You know, he's got to try and win games. It doesn't matter, matter if he throws interceptions or not. And we are coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio here for Ion Fantasy Football. That's O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. We will go to your calls in just one second. But why are you concerned about, well, yeah, I know you already hinted, but why are you concerned about Dak Prescott this week? Well, the Eagles are getting healthy. You know, Darby's expected back in their secondary. Ronald Darby, um, you know, we haven't seen him since week one. And a good pass rush, if not great pass rush. You know, Jim Schwartz's group has been really fantastic this season. You know, it's, it's an underrated part of this Eagles team because Carson Wentz and the offense has played so well. I do think that they're going to be chasing points. So that makes a team predictable. I, I don't think that this offensive line without Tyron Smith there is the same. They're still good. They're just not great. So, uh, you know, they made the change from uh, Bell, from, from Chaz Green to Bell. Uh, you know, so we'll see if they're, you know, certainly a little bit more prepared with their offensive line. But, you know, you're, you're down as, as a team three of the five best players for the Cowboys. No Tyron Smith, no Zeke Elliott, no Sean Lee. That's tough. And, and Philly's coming off their bye week should be very good. So uh, they make me really nervous. Let's take some phone calls here at 855-212-4CBS. We got Dean in Connecticut. Dean, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, Jamie, Sorcerer. Um, <laughs> full point PPR running back question. Hey, hey wait, uh, Adam, is Brian's song a football movie? I've never seen it, 
But well, hang on, hang Whoa. on. Whoa! I, I know, I know. But I'm sure it's a football movie. Uh, Stu, I know you're a young guy. You ever see Jerry Maguire? I have not, no. I knew it. I, I, I just, I knew it. Uh, all right, you know what? We'll come back to that. But I've never seen Brian's song. I'm sure it is a football movie. But okay. Jerry Maguire is not, Dean. Thank just you. Checking. Um, full point PPR. I need a running back. I got both the Cleveland guys, Crowell and Duke. And I picked up Burkhead on Jamie's advice. And I also got Woodhead stashed. Which two would you play out of those four guys? Thanks. I, I'd, I'd play the... Uh... The, the names that are getting us all tricked up today, uh, Danny Woodhead and Rex Burkhead. Um, I, I I think Duke has played great, but you know you've seen a little bit of a fall off the last couple of weeks for him. And Crowell has been good, but I think he's going to struggle this week. So I, I would try to avoid the Jacksonville defense and play uh, even Woodhead coming back from the injury. Now Stu makes me feel old every time I ask him about pop culture, so I, I knew that was going to happen. But Andrew Andrew like has time to watch good movies. You've seen Jerry Maguire? Yes? I have. Yes. Football movie. Yeah, I would say so. Why? Uh, you got the touchdown celebrations. That makes it a football movie? For me, that's a, yeah. There's like actual what football What a standard. Play. What a standard to be a football well, movie. Adam, play play. Is Ace Ventura a football movie? Well, let me, let me, just, let me just say something. No play because by play we, we've, we've had this debate for a while now on our podcast. Um, there aren't many basketball or baseball agents that go to their games frequently. Football agents tend to you know follow their players to games. Now, obviously, he is a one-player agent, um, but there are so many football. I mean, the the there whole elements, the whole uh, draft experience. That's not something you would see in an NBA draft or MLB draft. There is, first of all, there is play-by-play in Ace Ventura at the very end during the game, and I think I got you on that one, Andrew. Quite frankly, that's a great. I area. think you're shell shocked that I got you on a technicality there, but. Uh, th- look, it's not. A, if it were a football movie, it'd be called Rod Tidwell. It's not about football. There's well, no, no it, there are it, no it's... training. Mo- you don't care. You, who won the game? Who won the game? Nobody even knows what the score the Cardinals is. Won the game. Nobody, nobody, you, nobody knows what happened in the game. We saw one friggin' play where he goes on his head and he gets up and he starts dancing. It's not a football movie. But, There's what, almost what, why no was he on, football. Why was he on his head? He because he's playing football. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just stop there. He's, he's doing not what? even the main character. What? It's a subplot. Oh, he's, he's a subplot. You know who won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor that year? Did he win? Who cares? Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. Why? Because he played a great football player. Oh, that's yeah. Because he played because it was his football that won him the Academy Award. They're like, hey, great catch, Cuba. Here's your Oscar. Tony in Maryland, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey guys, uh, one point PPR for wide receiver Robert Woods or Jeremy Macklin, and then at flex Duke Johnson, Jeremy Macklin, or Danny Woodhead. Uh, I'd go Macklin over Woods, and I would go Woodhead, I guess, if you don't play Macklin in the flex, unless it's two separate leagues. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. 855-212. I'm only answering questions <laughs> if people say that Jeremy Wires. It's so man. stupid. It's not even close. I mean, first off, it's your not... judgment on this no, is, is so awful because you're the worst judge of movies that of anybody I've ever talked that's, to. It's just not even true. Like, of course I, I throw true. out movie quotes all the time. You don't even know what they are. I just you said can throw out movie quotes because you could read IMDb. I'm no, happy for you. No, absolutely not. I just said ludicrous speed last segment. Do you know what that's from? Of course, it's from Spaceball. Damn it! You, How did you, I didn't? I did not think you were gonna get that. You, you probably think that's a love story. <laughs> Jerry Maguire is a love story. It and is a football a, movie. A brilliant love story has just enough sports to hook the ma- the male population in to a love story. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies, but it's not a football movie. There's there's hardly any football in it. You so, don't care so about the football. Let me ask you a question: Is Almost Famous uh, a movie about rock and roll, a love story, or about a writer? Oh my God! There is so much more rock and roll 
in in a almost famous. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. Then it has all those elements, just like Jerry Maguire has all the elements has of the different elements, things. But it's not a football movie. Dave we, we, in California. We, we can agree to disagree, and you can understand you're wrong. Dave in California, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Oh, hey, guys. Thanks. Yeah, uh, Standard League uh, running backs, I've got Lewis and Murray, and i got Burkhead as my flex, and I set uh, Collins down. What do you think? Uh, it's Standard League, you said? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, could, I could go with – I would go with Collins over Burkhead just because I, I'm – Again, it's just a, a a hunch how the game will go. I do anticipate the Ravens playing with a lead in this game at some point, and that Collins is still going to get 15 carries in that range. And with what the Green Bay defense has looked like so far this season, I think that's going to have give him the chance for success. So I, I like his scenario a little bit better than Burkhead, who's still going to be, you know, somewhat touchdown dependent to be successful. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I say touchdown dependent in a standard league. Who's that, Burkhead? Yes. Yeah. A five five two one two four CBS. That's the number. Dave in Wisconsin. Dave, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. What's up? Hey guys, no, Brian's song is probably one of the greatest movies of all time. Also one of the saddest for that that it depicts that culture in the sixties and seventies. It's a tearjerker. But anyway, now I got a dilemma here. I lost Elliot in both leagues. So here's my dilemma. AJ Green in both leagues. I can go, what do you think, Mike Wallace over A.J. Green in one league, or hmm. I got Keenan Allen and Stephon Diggs in another league. I'm last, last playoff spot, so I really got to figure out what I'm going to do with A.J. Green. Thanks, guys. Yeah, well, there's crying in Brian's song, so Adam probably thinks that's a love story. Um, <laughs> I, I, oh, I would on, say Dad. that uh, you got to play A.J. Green over Mike Wallace. I know Adam gave the stat about two wide receivers against the Packers, but A.J. Green is still a better player, and, and I still think in a better situation than Mike Wallace. The other situ- the other two guys you have in the other league, you can make a strong argument because the number one receiver against Buffalo, I believe it's uh, the last five games, they're averaging 13.5 fantasy points, the number one guy. But Allen has not scored a touchdown since week one, so it's risky to trust him. And then Diggs, just against that Rams defense, could be a little bit tough for him with those outside, what outside uh, number one guys have done. So I would probably go with um, Green and Allen and bench digs. 855-212-4227. Adam in Orlando. Adam, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up, guys? I just have two quick questions. Des Bryant or Robert Woods? And my second question is, I just traded Alfred Morris for Doug Martin. How do you feel about starting Doug Martin for the rest of the season? Thanks, guys. I, I think Martin's in this great spot this week. I still think that he's, you know, based on his workload, he's had really one game without work, and it was where he got benched in the game that Jameis got hurt in New Orleans. So I, I still expect him to be a number two running back rest of the way, and I do think that he's better than Alfred Morris if Tyron Smith is going to be out. We don't know what that will look like with Tyron Smith in. Um, I forget the first part of the question. Uh, it was Dez or Robert Woods. Oh, yeah. I, I struggle with those two. I, I just think that the floor for Woods – that 5 for 60, 5 for 70 might be better than does this week. All right, we're going to break. We got I can't What's wrong with you, Jay? Like you ever seen Remember the Titans? Yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. There's about so much more football in that I'm movie. Not That's disagreeing a with real you. football movie. I'm not disagreeing That's with you. That's what a football movie is about. You're invested in the team. But, but, you but care I, about the team and the players. <laughs> There's one football player. You don't even care about the game or the team. There's two football players. 
Who? Oh, the guy who got drafted? He doesn't even play. You don't know the movie, obviously. All right, we're coming back with more of your phone calls here and these stupid arguments on Ion Fantasy movies. Ion Fantasy football coming back here on CBS Sports Radio. Back after the break with more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, nothing gets me more excited for football than Secret Garden. Absolutely. Jamie? Yeah? She'll let you in her I mean, this is just you giving yourself an excuse to sing. (laughs) Yes. This is, of course, from Jerry Maguire. Right? I mean... This is the this is the song from Jerry Maguire. This gets you fired up for football. Yeah. Okay. Great. Your team's terrible. It's not gonna be as good as your T-ball team. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you didn't think I was gonna know that that uh, this that song that soundtrack. Thank well, you, I mean, Andrew. Good I, stuff. I'm, I'm sure you probably sing it at home to your wife when you're setting her lineups for you. <laughs> Mixing football and and uh, romance. Yes, good stuff. 855-212-4227. That's the phone number. We're live until midnight Eastern. we got the huge show coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to ask Jamie some start or sit questions. Let's go to Blake Bortles at Cleveland. Start or sit? Uh, I would have told you start before the weather report started to get a little nasty, and we'll see what it is tomorrow, but uh, I'm going to lean towards sit. How about Matthew Stafford against the Bears, who have actually been pretty good against running backs, or quarterbacks, pardon me. Well, Matthew Stafford is to running backs as <laughs> your movie taste is to being accurate. Um, oh, man. <laughs> uh, Stafford, I would still stick with him, but he is uh, more of a low-end number one than a must-start number one. Samaje Pirine at New Orleans. I have little faith. I think they're going to be chasing points, and Chris Thompson's still there, so sit. Isaiah Crowell. I'd say sit. I mean, Jacksonville's run defense that uh, Marcel Darius has joined the roster has been very good. How about Marvin Jones? Let's go to a couple wide receivers. Marvin Jones, you know, I thought he had a good matchup last week against Cleveland. As I did the research this week, it's, it shows that Cleveland actually usually gives up a lot of points to one receiver, but rarely two. So maybe he didn't have a good matchup. I don't know. Do you have faith in him at Chicago? Um, little. Uh, he's still, you know, if you're, if you're starting – Three receivers, I think he's in your lineup, but I don't think he's a top 24 guy. A lot of questions about Amari Cooper. Start or sit? I would start him. Um, you know, I think you're going to see chasing points. I think you're going to see him, you know, still get a lot of targets. And so coming off their bye week, I think that Cooper is still a number two receiver. Would you start Hunter Henry against the Bills? I would try to avoid it. I'm in a situation with one league where I'm stuck and, uh, you know, debating if I want to drop Henry for Jermaine Gresham. If it was still Drew Stanton, I probably would, but, you know, we don't know how playing Gabbert will lean on him. How about Austin Hooper? Yeah, I like him this week. You know, I think we three straight games of six targets. Uh, he scored in two of those. And uh, Seattle, without Cam Chancellor in there, their, their secondary is not as good. They actually didn't have Chancellor last year in one of the two games against the Falcons, and Toilolo caught a touchdown. So maybe that means something. Maybe that means nothing. But Hooper getting more involved and uh, could have a nice game for you. He's, he's available in some leagues. Take a look at Austin Hooper. Jamie, let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Uh, we got what, Pagan Pagan here in San Francisco. Who do we got? What's Pagan, what's going on? Hey, hey guys, just long-time listener of Vegan Pagan out here in no, San Francisco. No, that's who I thought it was. The Vegan Pagan, one of our longest, most dedicated listeners. Both and you fantasy. call him Pagan? Well, I didn't. It just says Pagan out here. No, I, no, I, I didn't want to say Vegan Pagan to the, you know, to the screener and on the screen. I go Pagan, like right. unhelp Pagan out here, <laughs> who broke the barrier. Is the first. I was going to say it's the first Pagan baseball player, but actually, I think his uncle also Pagan played. Anyway, 
Just calling you guys saying, tell me get over the Bay Bridge and traffic coming in for a concert tonight. So well, real quick, um, I, I've got Braid. I'm in CBS 10 Team League standard. I've got Braid, and Vernon Davis is available. Do I do – I, after Braid's last two weeks, do I drop him for Vernon Davis or just ride Braid out? Look, if you if you need to win this week, I think you got to go with Davis. Um, you know he's uh, he's played great. Uh, it's now three games without Jordan Reed. I think he's at least seven fantasy points in a standard league, and all of those certainly much better in PPR. Um, I do love the matchup for Braid. I mean, the Dolphins have just been awful against tight ends, so it's just a matter of Ryan Fitzpatrick leaning on him. You would think that Harvard connection would be good, but it hasn't been. So um, Davis is safer, but I do think Braid has the higher ceiling. What concert tonight? Uh, it's a small band called Koi Division, the K-O-I Division. They do Joy Division covers, but with fish aquatic theme songs. So hmm. it's uh, it's a it's a pretty uh, hipster kind of thing. I'm sure there'll be like 20 people there. Uh, real quick, <laughs> I've I've got four four receivers that need uh, uh, sit one. I've got um, Evans, Cooks, Tate, and Austin Jeffrey. So who should I sit? Wow, that's a great group. I'd probably sit Jeffrey just because he's a little bit banged up and uh, the other three guys are just in such great spots. That was really a thrill for me to hear from one of the listeners who's been with us since like the beginning, both football and fantasy baseball today. That's great stuff. I want to thank the vegan pagan for calling in. 855-212-4227. Justin in South Dakota. Justin, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm in a unique league where we have only one bench spot. And I have Tyreek Hill, Golden Tate, and Doug Baldwin. And I am in a unique situation where Mike Evans is available to pick up for 10 jelly beans. <laughs> My bench spot is Christian McCaffrey. Should I drop McCaffrey or one of those three receivers to pick up Mike Evans for the rest of the year? you got to get Mike Evans. So mm. who are the receivers again? Tate? I have Tyreek Hill, Golden Tate, and Doug Baldwin for the rest of the year. One bench spot for the rest of the year, so that's why it's unique. Hey, what's your scoring, Justin? Standard scoring, yeah. unique bonus points for 40-plus touchdowns. So I think Christian McCaffrey, you know, if it were PPR, I don't know that I'd want to cut him loose, Jamie, but I, maybe for maybe for Evans, cut McCaffrey. It's not a bad call. I mean, you could also get with this with the bonus scoring, you can't cut Tyreek Hill because he's, right. he's the best one there. I mean, you can make a case that maybe you cut Golden Tate you know, just, right and standard. That's a good call. That's a good although, point. yeah, Christian McCaffrey makes the most sense, unless you need the running back depth. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much depth you need. Right. You only have one bench spot. That's a crazy league. Let me let me just ask before we go to our next call. Are you confident in Mike Evans' rest of season with Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes. And we might get Winston. We don't know, but uh, plan on it being Fitzpatrick. Dustin in Texas. Dustin, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. I uh, just want to let you know I'm I'm ten and zero, so I've got my first round by pretty much wrapped up. And uh, I made a trade today. I dropped, I got rid of uh, Joe Mixon and Dez. I picked up Cam Newton for the rest of the season. So now I need to know, do I start Marquise Lee or um, Devontae Parker? And also, I've got an, an offer for Devin Funches for uh, Michael Thomas from the Saints. Should I do that trade or not? Ooh. Um, no. I, I, Michael Thomas is going to have some big games coming up. And, and Funches, while he, he's played great, you know he's going to lose a little bit with Greg Olson coming back. Plus, you just got Cam, so I don't know if you want to go all in on the Panthers passing game. Uh, I like Devontae Parker better than Lee this week just because of the weather. I would have probably gone the other way if the weather wasn't going to be bad in, in Cleveland. Um, Adam just told you, you know, a few minutes ago that one wide receiver has done well against 
the Browns. That's probably going to be Marquis Lee, but I, I just I, I got a hunch that this is going to be a big week for Devontae Parker. I could be completely wrong on it, but I just told someone to start Parker over Amari Cooper. Does that make me a terrible person? No, I I, I have him ranked almost back to back. I think oh, okay. uh, I, I do think there's a higher ceiling for Cooper, but I I just for some reason Tampa Bay just does not uh, pose that much of a threat. And I think that Parker's due. No, and very sneaky. The Patriots' defense, I think they've allowed 17 or fewer points five weeks in a row. Like They're starting to play some good defense. They're clearly going to win the Super Bowl. It's kind of boring. I don't even know why we watch football anymore. <laughs> Getting stared at from an Eagles fan right now. Uh, 855-212-4227. Chris in Arkansas. Chris, you're on Fantasy Football. Hey, boys. How's it going? Thanks What's for taking up? my call. Uh, thank you. Um, Jamie, somehow as a Seminole fan... I've been able to listen to you and Dave since you guys started this podcast, so uh, thank you for everything you do. Um, Adam, you're okay as well. Um, I got a PPR question for you. Uh, Jordan Howard, Duke Johnson, and Rex Burkhead. Uh, obviously starting Jordan Howard, full point PPR. If you got to pick Duke Johnson or Burkhead, which one do you pick? And I have Gronkowski, so would that change your answer? Uh, no, I, I would, I would go with Burkhead. I mean, he's got 10 catches the last two games. Um, and you, you've seen the playing time go up. The carries have gone up. So with, uh, with them, you know, kind of addition by subtraction, you know, they've, they've benched Mike Gillisley. I don't know if they go back to him. And so with, uh, with Lewis and, and Burkhead kind of carrying his backfield, I think Burkhead's your guy. Jamie, is Time Cop a, uh, hockey movie? Uh, is that the, uh, it's the Van Damme movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know it well enough. I think uh, I you it, would think it is. I just tell you, you could just just say yes because I know how you because would because there's a it. hockey element in it. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, if hockey is like fifty percent of the movie, then yes, because right, because that's what Jerry Maguire fifty percent of it. Right, that's football. Yes, right, if right. it's him being a football agent, I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna get you the for field. the holidays. I just want you to watch it again because it's fifty percent. It's ridiculous. George in California. George, you're on eye on his, fantasy his football. His job is a football agent, right? Yeah, but he there's no. George, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Adam Schefter uh, reported on Twitter that Sterling Shepard is unlikely to play tomorrow versus the Chiefs. Um, so knowing that info, would you go Ingram over Cooper Tate and Deion Lewis? Well, the first thing I'm going to go do is change my daily fantasy lineup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for dropping that info on us. No, we did not catch that, but that is true. Uh, he did tweet that. So Sterling Shepard unlikely to play. Okay, wonderful. That was the top five wide receiver, Jamie. Uh, yep. Sorry, George, I forgot your question. What was it? <laughs> um, you stunned would me. You go, would you go Ingram or over Cooper, Tate, or Deion Lewis? Standard uh, Ingram over Cooper, Tate, or Deion Lewis. I'd probably go with him over Deion Lewis. You know, Lewis is going to have to score a touchdown, and Ingram's just as likely to score as well. Well, that was a nice little sports update there. Okay, Sterling Shepard unlikely to play, according to Adam Schefter. <laughs> Here's more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. Back one final time for some fantasy football advice here on CBS Sports Radio. I want to thank you all so much for listening to us tonight on your Saturday night, Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg. We got the huge show coming up next. Now, listen, if you need auto parts but you can't get to the store just yet, head to O'ReillyAuto.com. There are no shipping costs, easy returns, convenient pickup on your schedule. So shop your way. For the parts you need at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. 
Jamie, nothing but phone calls here in this segment. We got a lot of them. We got a full board. The number is 855-212-4227. Do you have a goal in mind? Um, 25. 25. That's a good goal. I think we can get there. So we'll get to uh, we'll get to those right now. Start with David. Oh, it's always David in Boston. He seems like first guy in the last segment so often. Then I get to call him David Boston, which is a great football reference. David Boston, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, how are you guys doing? What's up, David Boston? Uh, so I have a question for my flex. I have a lot of options to choose from. I have Adrian Peterson, Sammy Watkins, Marvin Jones, Kenyon Drake, and Danny Woodhead. Need one? Yep. I think Peterson, you know, there's there's just a good track record of rest versus not rest with him. And when he's been rested coming into a game over the last month, he's been good, two of the last four. So tough matchup, but I think he's going to at least get the work and have a, a decent day. David, do you remember okay. David Boston? Uh, no. Oh, man. Dude was ripped, right, Jamie? He was. I, I, I believe there was a... a some questions of substance abuse. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that was it. Was that time of you know that time in sports? Yeah, he was the most ripped wide receiver I've ever seen. All right, eight five five two one two four two two seven. Dave Maryland, Dave in Maryland, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey guys, how are we doing tonight? What's up, man? Hey, first, first of all, the Longest Yard, best football movie, the original one, of course. Yeah, um, I also never saw that one. Man, this is embarrassing for me. Oh you know, my god, yeah, you gotta you, see you that. Judge, that's, that's a good movie. Judge football um, movies on ones you haven't seen. There we go. Hey, uh, three. I, I need three out of these four: uh, Fitzgerald, Cooper, Diggs, and Crowder. And I'm starting card quarterback, so I'm leaning towards starting Cooper for sure. What do you guys think? I like Crowder. I like what he's done, but he's the odd man out here just because the upside for the other three guys is just a little bit better and a little bit safer. Jamie, what is there your favorite go. football movie? Jerry Maguire. Other than that. No, remember the Titans. Not Rudy? Not Rudy, no. I love Rudy. Rudy's number one. 855-212-4227. He was off sides, though. It is true. You, you, it's nice. You like a movie about a student. Kenny <laughs> Kenny in Pittsburgh. Kenny, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, how's it going, buddy? What's going on, man? Right, I got two quick questions. Should I start Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins? I, and I, I need two... Sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead with your second question. I need two wide receivers out of Larry Fitzgerald, Adam Thienlein, Devontae Adams, Demarius Thomas. Is that it? Yep. Okay, cool. So Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins, Jamie? I'm still going to stick with Smith. I, I just think it's a better matchup for him. And uh, Fitzgerald, Thielen, Adams, Thomas. Pick two. Fitzgerald and Thielen. Fitzgerald okay. got a great matchup. Just hopefully Blaine Gabbert will get him the ball, and Thielen has just been amazing. David in Los Angeles. David, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, hey Phyllis, how you guys doing? Uh, great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, well, one of your colors just burst my bubble because I got Sterling Shepard, Julio, uh, and Diggs in my flex. Um, but I do have Emmanuel Sanders, so I'm guessing I can just roll with him tomorrow. But my question is, going forward, because I'm making a run towards the playoffs, I got Dak Prescott, but should I be trying to target Phillip Rivers or just play the matchup? Well, I, I think you got to hope that Tyron Smith is back because that's, at least for one week, seemed to be the key for how good Dak can or cannot be. Um, and this is a tough matchup for him, so I would actually play Rivers over Dak. And I know that the Bills haven't given up a lot of you know production to opposing quarterbacks, but I think he's in a good spot. And then, yeah, just play Sanders over Shepard tomorrow. 
855-212-4227. Got about 10 minutes left in the show. Evan in Dallas. Welcome to the show, Evan. You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. First time listener. I'm enjoying it. Oh, thank you so much. Great to have you. Hey, I've got two quick questions. Looking for, I've already locked up a playoff position. I'm nine and one in my season. Uh, looking for a good defense to target for the rest of the season. And also, how do y'all manage handling your bitch prepping for the playoffs? You know, it's interesting you bring that up because I was looking at one league where I'm, I'm pretty much, uh, I, I think, locking, locked up a playoff spot. And one of our things, which, you know, you can argue if it's, if it's worth or not, but we do the tiebreaker as bench points. So while you may not want to carry two quarterbacks, if that's one of your rules, which a lot of people do use it, you want to have a quarterback on your bench. Um, Terrible rule, by the way. It, yeah, it's, it's not the best one. but um, a lot uh, of Listen, I, I have to apologize. I was asked several times this week who has the best mat- playoff matchups among DSTs, which DSTs have the best. I was saving that for our Fantasy Football Today podcast for this for any new listener, if you don't listen to it, uh, Fantasy Football Today podcast, going to do that research and find the DSTs that have the best playoff matchups. But I don't know any off the top of my head, and I apologize for that. But uh, Houston, well, they got San Francisco. Eh, I'm, I'm just trying to look at the schedule now. It's not worth it, Jamie. I don't know if you know any, but I, I, will, I will by next week have some names for you, and I apologize. And I can say them again on next Saturday night. So uh, tune into our podcast or this radio show again next week. Jimmy in Las Vegas. Jimmy, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. I'm going to ask our, our callers to just have one question, please. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, Adam, Jimmy. Um, What's up? First off, I just want to say Die Hard, not a Christmas movie. Yeah, 100%. Um, um, but I have a question about uh, Jordan Reed and Dynasty. Um, should I try and trade him for, like, a uh, rookie pick or just hold on? I'm not sure what I should do with this guy. He's been awful. Well, I mean, based on your movie taste, Jordan Reed would be the best <laughs> tight end in the history of football. Um, if you get a rookie pick for him, that's not a bad way to go. Uh, he, it's hard to trust him. At, you know, uh, the the Redskins have to be frustrated at this point. You know, he's he's had one great season, really. Um, so, yeah, if you get something of value in return and somebody will give you, you know, if, if you're out of it, for example, um and and somebody is is looking to try and maybe buy low on or or buy into Jordan Reed with the hope that he comes back and can be a dominant fantasy tight end. That's the type of move you make. I would love to get like a top five rookie pick though. I don't know if you can, but I feel like top it, five overall. Yeah, for Jordan Reed. Yeah, I don't know if anybody. There's would no do, way that's happening. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't happen. I would I would think you're looking at like a second round pick. Then I wouldn't do it because those picks are usually are so often they're they're just total crapshoots. You know. Sure, but at this point, I Jordan Reed's a crapshoot. Yeah, I. I just don't think I'd do it. I mean, it's possible you can get a quarterback because they seem to go later in dynasty drafts. So, yeah. Yeah, but know. think about this, this this past year, the second-round picks. I mean, Evan Ingram was a second-round pick. He was, but O.J. Howard was a first-round pick, and I'm I just saying it's a crapshoot. Like, sure, Evan Ingram well, was. Let me, let me ask you this, and I'm, I'm not so adept with the rookies that are going to be there, but just would you rather have at this point, with what Jordan Reed is, not what he could be, what he is, Kenny Galladay... Or Jordan Reed, probably Jordan. Uh, I don't know, but but it's close, right? It's close. That's the and and Kenny Galladay was like a third round pick. I know, but I'm sure there are so many second and third round picks that we could name that have done nothing. Of course, you know. But so, Jordan Reed right now is doing nothing. Uh, but he's he's still Jordan Reed. I mean, he's still a really good player when he's healthy. Da- Jamie, let's. Uh, all right, I know I say rapid fire all the time. I mean it this time. Everybody, just I'm going to get you on the phone. Give us your question, Jamie. Give us an answer, and we'll go one by one by one by one. Eight five five. 
212-4227. Let's do it. Dave in Chicago, go. Um, I need two players for a flex spot, full point PPR. Aguilar, Duke Johnson, Adrian Peterson, Josh Dockson, and Jarek McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon and Peterson. Thank you, Dave. Let's go to Paul in Louisiana. Paul, go. I have a flex question. I got uh, Morris, Macklin, or Crowder. If you pick Macklin or Crowder, I have Morris. I would have to drop Alfred Morris. So as a flex, who should I pick? I would pick Macklin and I would drop Crowder just to hold on to Morris. I don't know if you uh, can do that, Paul. I, I don't have I don't have Crowder. I, I just have Morris. I would have yeah. to let Morris go. Oh, Being that Ezekiel is is uh. Then just then just play Morris. Yeah, just play okay. Alf. Yeah, sorry, Paul. Unless you you're, unless you stuck for a win. Yeah. Uh, all right, Mike in South Carolina. Mike, go. Uh, pick two. I need a wide receiver two and a flex. Um, I've got Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Sterling Shepard, Devonta Parker. Well, it looks like uh, Park. It looks like Shepard's going to be out this week, so. That will make your decision a lot easier, Mike. 855-212-4227. Host and analyst. I like it. What would you say? Host and analyst. You're well, good. Well, I was saving time. 855-212-4CBS. You disagree? You no. want to start the injured guy? <laughs> no. Trevor in Chicago. Trevor, go. Hi. Uh, with Shepard likely to be not playing, uh, Eli Manning nope. or Blake Bortles? <laughs> Bortles. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Andy in Boston. Andy, Go. Hey, fellas, half PPR. I need a running back out of three. Samaje P. Ryan, Danny Woodhead, or Chris Ivory. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to go with Woodhead, even if um, Fournette is out. I just think it's going to be Yeldon more so than Ivory. Let's go to Jay in New Jersey. Our number, by the way, 855-212-4CBS-4227. You've got some time to get a call in. Jay in New Jersey, go for it. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, full point PPR. I need a flex of uh, Keenan Allen, Demarius Thomas, or... Uh, McKinnon, thanks for taking my call. I'll go McKinnon. We've seen him, you know, in tough matchups be very successful because of his ability to catch the ball. 855-212-4227. Spencer in Atlanta. Spencer, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hello. I um, need a wide receiver, full point, 14 team PPR. It's out of, uh, I need two. Out of Cooper Cup, Marcus Lee, uh, Bruce Ellington, or Jordy Nelson. Yeah, I, I would go with Marquise Lee. He's just been very he good. He needs the last two. Weeks. Uh, go with I, I like Ellington. I oh, like for Ellington. Jordy Nelson. How funny is that? How Jordy's crazy. just not good. I'm, I'm about to drop Jordy Nelson for Jameson Crowder in a 10 team league. Oh, yeah. Do it. All right. Matt in New York. Matt, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Um, I was wondering who should I start? Chris Thompson at Flex, or I got Adrian Peterson and Diggs on the bench? Standard league, I'd go with Peterson. PPR, I'd go Thompson. Tim in Detroit. Tim, go. Hey, guys, uh, quick question. you think David, David Johnson's ever going to come back this year? I've had ride my bench the whole year, and who do I pick up if I'm going to replace him for the playoffs? Oh, God, I mean, there's there's probably a number of guys. That's that's a tough question to answer quickly. But uh, if, if you can hold on to him, then hold on to him if you feel like you're going to be in the finals. If you are desperate for a running back, Eddie Lacy, 30% own, maybe Marlon Mack gets some more work at that point in your fantasy playoffs. 855-212-4227. Sean in Pittsburgh. Sean, go. Hey, guys. Uh, Standard League, I have a flex question. I need Crowell, uh, Jordy Nelson, or Marvin Jones. Uh, I'd take Crowell as the floor play, Jones as the ceiling play. All right, then I just take one. What do you think, Jamie? Crowell. Crowell, okay. George in Pennsylvania. George, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hi, thanks. Uh, I got a, a second running back half to play between... 
uh, Crowell, C.J. Anderson, Eddie Lacy. Still C.J. Anderson. Deion Lewis is my other starter. C.J. Anderson, Jim? No, you know what? Go Crowell over C.J. Anderson. I can't trust C.J. Anderson. (laughs) 855-212-4227. Wrapping up here, John in Delaware. John, go. Hey, guys. Question. uh, Running back position. Should I go Adrian Peterson or DeMarco Murray? Uh, The only thing about Murray that I worry about is just... This week, DeMarco Murray? No, deal, I think he said. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, you missed the boat on that. All right, go ahead, John. Finish up. My bad. Yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. It's just, if you look at uh, DeMarco Murray's track record this year, mm-hmm. he has a great game every third game. <laughs> well, he's got two runs every over third. 20 yards this whole season. Jamie, who do you like rest of the season, DeMarco or Peterson? I still like DeMarco. I just, you know, if David Johnson does come back, that's going to hurt Peterson. It's not a very good schedule either for Adrian Peterson, and it's a much better schedule for the Titans going right, forward. Right, and his, his rest ends now. You know, there's no more buys, no more Thursday games. Right. Jamie, thanks, man. Well, thank you, Jerry. It's always <laughs> good talking to you. That's it for Ion Fantasy Football. The Saturday Night Huge Show is coming up next on CBS Sports Radio. Now, if you liked our show, please check out the Fantasy Football Today podcast. And if you need more fantasy advice, we got the Fantasy Football Today video show on CBSSports.com tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern until kickoff. In the first hour, you can hear it right here on CBS Sports Radio. I want to thank Jamie Eisenberg, a better fantasy football analyst than a movie critic. Thanks to Stu and Andrew behind the glass. And as always, big thanks to all of you out there for listening and calling. I am Adam Azer. This is Ion Fantasy Football. Good luck, everybody, in Week 11. Good night.